Medicare for all. Your bros can suck my balls. Fuck your reply, guys. Please don't fuck your reply, guys. Just listen to reply, guys. Hello and welcome back to Reply, guys. This is just Kate this week. Uh, Mohaned is off doing some stuff. Um, but I'm super excited about our guest this week, um, who is someone who's been on the show before. Uh, she's a writer for Jacobin and just really smart. Um, welcome to the show, Liza Featherstone. Thanks so much for having me, Kate. What an honor. This is um, this is going to be fun. I, I really liked this piece that you wrote for Jacobin, um, which is the main thing I want to talk about today. Um, it's and for for folks who haven't seen it yet, it's called election. Sorry, electing union members to office is good, actually. And uh, yeah, I think what I really liked about this was it, it's kind of one of the first, uh, you know, sort of optimistic takes that I've seen in a while, which is, you know, optimism can be pretty hard to come by in this political environment. Um, so let's just start with like, you know, what, what are, what becomes possible when we elect union members to office? Um, well, I, I mean, I think, you know, in the, in the sort of best case scenario, um, you know, they, uh, First of all, the, there's there's some important context, which is that um, the boss class elects itself every time there's an election. Yeah, that is <laughs> very true. Time, um, all over the country, um, you know, and you know the um, an enormous um, like the majority, I think, of our national um, representatives um, are. Um, millionaires um and um the all, the vast majority of um people who have been president of this country are millionaires um you know or the equivalent um going back to George Washington there was a brief period um in the 19th century where some middle class people um like Abraham Lincoln James Garfield a few other guys um were elected but then basically um after Truman, we just went right back to the days of the founding plutocrats um, and have um, been, you know, electing uh, and very, mostly very wealthy people um, have been president. Um, and um, so the consequences of that, I think we um, we see um, every single day, right, um, that um, that we um, just don't have policies that support working people. Um, I mean, obviously, it's not the only reason. There are a lot of reasons, but uh, you know, this, but it is it is really important that um, you know the that um, working people, regular people, are just um, not not represented in politics, even at the level of like who is in office who is elected um and um so i thought it was pretty funny that um that you know when um brandon johnson who was a um a, a longtime organizer for the chicago teachers union um won um his mayoral election in chicago um i thought it was pretty um funny that there was um, a lot of like liberal um 
um, you know, and liberal and conservative also, but also liberal centrist um, concern about, you know, how can he really represent the public, um, you know, given his background as a union official. And I just thought that's amazing. Like nobody really asks, um, how can all these, um, how can all these plutocrats and very wealthy people <laughs> represent the regular people when they're obviously not regular people? Like they're obviously from the, from the boss class. And this is um, naughty. This is even leaving aside the revolving door problems that we all know about, you know, that elected officials um, have plans to go back into the private sector, make even more money, even leaving all that aside. Like, you know, they're just, um, you know, the the um, the, the boss class um, um, elects its own, makes sure that they're elected and that they, um, they pass, um, that they, you know, um, pass policies that, um, don't benefit the rest of us. So, um, you know, by contrast, the vast majority of Americans work for a living. Um, most people would like to have a union in their workplace, um, poll after poll, um, as well as all of our lived experience <laughs> says this. Um, and, um, and, you know, and so, and, um, you know, most, um, um, you know, an expansion of unionism and of union representation would obviously um, benefit most of us greatly. Um, I'm speaking to you right now from uh, my job at NYU, which would be um, an absolutely not even worth showing up to were I not represented by a union. I mean, you know, the, um, the, pay and benefits um, and just long-term prospects that I experience as a union member are are just um, so vastly much better um, than they would be were I not. Um, and um, and that's most people's experience of, of, of union membership. So um, so the um, so the the kinds of things that um, someone like Brandon Johnson can do, um, is um first of all not represent um the boss class like he can not impose austerity um on the people of Chicago um to, you know to to benefit its its ruling class at the expense of the working people of working people he can um he can make sure that um that the city budget um is um is um, prioritizes public schools, public goods. He can um, he can also make sure that um, his that the city budget um, prioritizes the city workers, you know the 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 teachers, the um, the you know people who pick up the garbage, the people who watch the little kids. I mean, this is like. Um, you know he can he can make sure that the city works for working people which is um you know not something that um um new york city has new york city hasn't had a mayor whose job was to do that for a very long time for a very long time yeah for and you yeah. have to go back to when bernie was growing up and mayor laguardia was there you know, I mean, you really like which, you know, was a consequence of um, of that that political moment of social democracy and um, worker organization and the New Deal. You know, uh, So, yeah, this election in Chicago that you're talking about. Um, yeah, this one just really seemed to 
bring uh, all the sort of, you know, most kind of uh, really radicalized centrists out of the woodwork. I mean, this was just a this was like people's great opportunity of the the year to be really annoying. And uh, a lot of these people follow me on the internet because another thing that this, you know, kind of intersects with this is like this sort of, you know, trend of like, you know, neoliberal urbanism. These guys were all really fixated on. I follow follow your feuds with these guys with fascination. They're so annoying. (laughs) They're so terrible. Yeah. Well, you know, but there is something like, you know, you, I think you captured this right at the beginning of your article um, that uh, Matt Iglesias, who's really the king of these types of people, uh, called the Johnson election uh, a warning to anyone who cares about the future of American cities. Um, And specifically, he said that Johnson won't quote, allocate fiscal losses among the city's relevant stakeholders. Um, To me, this is kind of reminiscent of a lot of the other rhetoric that we hear about unions where um, the union is kind of represented as uh, sort of this like outside thing that is not people, you know, like that the, that it's, it's not that the union isn't actually, you know, working class people. It's this sort of organization that has a completely different will, you know, like a special interest, a special interest. Yeah. Um, I mean, this may seem like a very obvious question, but what is to be gained for these types of people from representing unions in this fashion? I mean, for these kinds of people, maybe not very much. I mean, you know, it, it like they, um, um, they. I mean, you know, because they are um, commit deeply committed to the status quo and um, and to a a very um, um, you know depressing um, continuation of our you know of of our of our realities. I mean, the idea that. Um, you know that um johnson wasn't going to allocate losses among the relevant stakeholders like first of all who writes like that how is this guy a writer i mean i just like like who 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 writes like not that? only is he a writer there's like a facebook group like of there's he's like a facebook group of like a ton of like thousands of people that are like fans of his that hang out in I real know. life and stuff. It's so dorky. It's I just... know it's, it's, it's so dorky. And like, you know, I, I he's, uh, I mean, I think like, I, I think he means well, and there's something kind of earnest um, about um, his, um, his, his writing. Like, I, I think he really does think that centrism is, is better for the world in some fashion. Like, I don't think he's like a, you know, uh, he's, he's not like a grifter being, paid you know by um um the crypto industry or you know what i mean like like, like yeah I, he's I, paid I, by his Substack subscribers for the most exactly part. Yeah. yeah i think he's sincere um in these commitments they're just really baffling to me because um you know, because allocating losses um you know it means you know when you you can say a dry phrase like that but um what that means is um, you know, children won't have arts 
supplies, you know, that, you know, um, you know, you know, people um, in housing projects will um, die because they're, um, the, you know, the um, elevators aren't repaired, you know, and, you know, people will die in accidents or, or crime, you know, I mean, you know, like the, the, the sort of like when, when losses are allocated in a city budget, um, they're not like, it's, it's not like this sort of dry, you know, cheerful calculus where like, you know, everybody who, everybody um, is doing just fine. And we all kind of agree um, to, um, you know, split the bill like at dinner, you know? Yeah. You know, like like allocating lo- allocating losses in our our current system means that um, working people and the poor um, get um, deeply screwed by hard headed bureaucrats making um, the cuts they want to make in a city budget in order to accommodate um, the um, rich people's desire to um, have more private jets and additional homes rather than pay um, taxes. Like yeah. that's what allocate losses means. You know, I mean, and so like, I, I, I find, you know, I like, I, you know, I really don't think that Matt Iglesias is a bad person, but well, that is but, where I disagree with you there. <laughs> but, um, but, but these are, these are just sort of, um, <laughs> dry and euphemistic ways of referring to a quite actually quite ghoulish um, yeah. political agenda you know i mean and uh, and and so and and i think that um what's upsetting people like him is that brandon johnson is the opposite of that i mean that um that that when we elect union members to office we holy shit Oh, I guess it doesn't matter because we're just audio. Yes, for for <laughs> listeners, uh, the the light went out uh, in the room that Liza's in, and now it looks like we're we're talking about a, a ghost story, <laughs> a centuries ghost story. Yeah. I know, it's so weird. Um, so, um, yeah, um, so yeah, I just um, I I think that they're very threatened by the idea of somebody who actually represents workers and ordinary people um being um in in that position of power. And I think for the uh, for the rest of us, um that's absolutely unequivocally good news. I mean, the the greatest um the, the I mean, the the sort of greatest, most hopeful story um of our political story of our century um, is Lula da Silva of Brazil, um, who um, got um, who got his um, you know got into politics um, as a union organizer. Um, he um, he organized. Um, he was a worker, and he organized um, massive strikes, and that's how he became um, a political person. That's how he built um, his support. As simultaneously, similarly to Brandon Johnson, um, he was um, he was active in building up um, the the um, um, his uh, he, um, he he was active in political party building, active in building um, the Workers' Party of Brazil. And, um, and you know, out of that experience of um, representing and organizing um, working people, 
and um and building political organization um he um um he he became he eventually became president of brazil um and um you know greatly transformed the living standards of working people in brazil um earned the um absolute enmity and hatred of that country's ruling class and um right wing uh, and was eventually um you know um you know de- um, deposed put in prison um you know uh, under a um a trumped up scandal um but um and um and was able to fight the right wing fight the ruling class um, which is, you know, the, you know, what what we all need to do, but was, I believe, uniquely um, equipped to fight the right wing and fight the working class, and eventually come back into power in a way that, um, you know, is um, that is so challenging for most uh, left figures uh, all over the world, <laughs> because um. I uh, be- because in part of his union background, you know, that he was, um, you know, he has been organizing people, organizing working people and um, and is um, so obviously um, just deeply connected to um, what working people um, need and want, which is really the only answer um, to um, both the centrist um, the centrists who want us to just allocate our losses <laughs> um, and um, to um, the right-wing fascists um, such as Yair Bolsonaro, who he beat in the last election, who's like the, you know, the equivalent of of Donald Trump in Brazil. So, you know, I, I think that people need to remember that, um, you know, that's our our best, our, our best and most hopeful um um political story um as a you know human species of this century um it comes out of electing unionists to office um and um and now chicago has done that too so that's pretty awesome I, it is awesome you know i was kind of sort of thinking over the past few years here and you know for those of us that are not happy with the status quo the you know, those of us that want more than uh, allocating the losses or. You know, <laughs> I'm already. Yeah, it yeah. was so hard to even keep this phrase in our minds. Right? Yeah, though, though I will say I did like I hate Matt Iglesias. I really like detest him. But I did have a moment of affection for him um, when uh, he was we all doing doing volunteer uh, parking enforcement, like just walking around. <laughs> um like giving people tickets i mean it's just there there was something i have to admit a little little charming about just how extremely loserish that is you know like at some point you have to <laughs> you have to like I felt the same way and I identified with him over that a little bit because like I I do always want people to be a little bit more public spirited and to tell them off when they're not. Yeah. And so like there was some and also I I think that Matt and I are probably about the same age and it just it it had real like um you know the dad of the universe vibes. Matt Iglesias is a millennial, which is insane oh, to me he's Is like right? yeah, yeah so let, me, let me google search it but i think he's only like 
41 and oh, wow. it's it's so just really no right. it's really really okay so yeah he's 41 years old which is wild like you know he's he's a he's a millennial uh and yeah. uh he writes like somebody my age like just yeah like, no he's just jaded like reagan youth um vibe so yeah and i'm 54 so i just assumed he was about the same age as that no it's completely wild that he's 41 years old it's just it was mind-blowing to me when i learned that matt iglesias and i are are actually not very far apart in age and i am so much cooler than him uh so much poorer than him but so much cooler than him maybe those things are connected so much well ashton applewhite writes about this in her book about ageism um that um that you know um she she writes about this experience of working with um a man um a a man named bob at her a man named bob is a good title for something yeah a man named bob and um and you know that she always kind of um, disliked Bob, you know, because his con- politics are more conservative than hers, and a whole host of other, no doubt, valid reasons. And um, and she was really shocked to eventually discover that they were actually the same age. Wow! Um, and and that that's just sort of what um, ageism does to yeah. us is that uh, like we just we we attribute all these like. Um, unappealing qualities to people and we just assume that they're old but you know very often they're that just, is a good point and they're just no, the way they are yeah <laughs> I, I don't think anybody just, just you know I don't think anybody is sort of undermined the sort of like things will get more you know progressive or left as we get younger people like Pete Buttigieg has uh, demolished that because obviously you yeah. can be uh, a very, you know, you can be a millennial or Gen Z absolute weasel if you want to. But back yeah. to your article for a second. Um, you know, I was thinking about just the past few years at the left here. And, you know, for those of us who do want things to change, it feels like there's been sort of a, you know, a few different strategies that we've, you know, moved through, at least in the time that, you know, I have been politically active, you know, one was like sort of, you know, getting Obama into office and, you know, hoping that there was some sort of compromise there that he could be, you know, pulled left by, you know, activists, uh, you know, and um, that did not really work at all. He's a very committed centrist. um, And, you know, then there's Bernie. Um, And, you know, even though the odds were pretty long on that one, I think that, you know, even many of the most cynical of us started to believe for a second that, you know, we could get him into office and through um, through a movement, you know, maybe get some of these things that would really transform people's lives like Medicare for all. Um, and, you know, I think that, you know, and, and then after that, you know, maybe, you know, kind of uh, especially after his 2016 loss, you know, sending more leftists to to Congress, electing leftists in our cities. And, you know, I would say that like none of that stuff is is bad, but, you know, for the most part, we've all had to kind of temper our expectations around it. Uh, you know, it, I mean, just because of the, the structure of Congress and, you know, the Democratic Party, I mean, it's all just really designed to like crush any sort of 
insurgency. But to me, you know, where my remaining optimism is at this point, really my only optimism is, uh, you know, in the labor movement and in how that potentially interacts with um, politics, like unions building power, getting people into office, unions being strong enough that um, strong enough and large enough that, uh, you know, at least Democratic politicians truly need their vote. So they they are like, you know, a special interest in some ways yeah. like that, um, you know, there's there's some accountability to to someone, at least besides donors. And this feels to me like, you know, kind of the. The, the main idea to to try right now um because you know mm-hmm. honestly i'm very squeamish about violence i don't i don't really want that at all so <laughs> like these people that are like let's have a revolution okay uh, i'll cry if that happens so <laughs> I, um you know i i think i think there's there is some promise in in building union power and how that could um you know potentially improve things even electorally how do you see all this at this moment um absolutely um i mean i think that um i mean i think there are so many um different ways in which people can build power um and and um and i i think that um you know many we're we're seeing that um you know many of them have some potential i think we're um in in new york state um, we're, um, you know, we're, we're seeing that, um, that electing socialists to office is definitely, um, is, is definitely, um, helping, um, to, uh, us to, um, get our, um, our interests represented in the legislature a bit better. And obviously there are not enough of them. Um, and, um, and also, and we need to, um, elect much better, um, people at the um, executive um, um, because we have just a terrible governor who is standing in the way of of things that, um, you know, just from um, basic housing um, for everyone um, to um, renewable energy for ourselves and our any descendants we might recklessly decide to produce, uh, you know, Um, so, um, uh, um, so, so I think we're, um, but, but I, I do think that, um, I do think that socialist organizing and building our, um, building, uh, building our power, um, in our communities, um, that way as socialists is, um, is good. Um, but I also really agree with you that building union power is, um, is crucial. Um, I actually, um, um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, like certainly not one of the most active people in my union, but I am a little bit active in my union and it's very like important to me. Um, the, um, I, I, and, and I, th- and, um, and I think that um, part of the reason is, yeah, I really um, don't, I, I like most, much of my political optimism comes from um, the growth of um um, the growth of unions and um, and um, labor power and and also I think that we're um, I mean I I think that we can really um, um, I I think that there's a a growing interest in um, in unions and um, 
sort of left pre-party groups like DSA working together. I like um, the phrase pre-party because it sounds like we're all, you know, out there with some um, like Kool-Aid and rum, just getting yeah, ready. Yeah, right, right. Getting, it's, like free, it's the pre-party party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Getting ready to redistribute fullest, power to the working class. Yeah, your fullest, most select friends show up for the pre-party. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't invite everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're kind of in the pre-party right now. Um, and, uh, um, and, and I think that um, um, certainly my union has endorsed a lot of um DSA candidates. I'm very proud of that. Um and um and you know I think we're um we're finding more and more ways to work together. DSA is um does not get enough credit for um how much um labor support work um we do. I mean we see um these uh, you know we see these these DSA members at like 6 a.m on picket lines you know in industries they don't even work in and like i just think that's awesome i think there's a lot of um i think there's a lot of good work being done and that i think that um this is the work that we need to do to get a better future well that is i think a good note to end it on i I certainly feel uh you know, I feel a little spring in my step today about All the right. possibility of something good happening other than and Brandon Johnson. He really Brandon did. Johnson, other than you know, I Matt Iglesias parking enforcement. Uh, um, hope he hope he does it again. But anyway, where can people find you uh, if they want to read some more interesting stuff that's not about allocating losses? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, um, I, uh, um, I, I write for Jacobin. I try to write every week. Um, so, um, you know, jacobin.com and then you can just click on my name. Um, and, um, I also write for New Republic every other week. Um, so, um, and there I write mainly about climate stuff. Um, so those are, those are two places. Um, I sometimes write for the nation as well. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, this has really been a pleasure. And listeners, please do check out Liza's work. It's very good. I've read a lot of things that she's written, and they're all good and a wide variety of topics. Um, so thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to Reply, guys. If you like the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps other people find us. The show is hosted by Kate Willett and me, Muhannad Al-Sheikhi. Our producer is Genevieve Garrity. Our theme song is performed by Emily Fremgen and written by Emily with Kate Willett. Our artwork is by Adrian Lobel. If you want to find us on Twitter, we are at Kate Willett with two L's and two T's, and I am at Muhannad Al-Sheikhi. And Twitter is where you can find our reply guys. They are always with us. Bernie, take us out. walking that ribbon of highway I saw above me that endless skyway I saw below me that golden valley this land was made for you and me this land is your land